Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls. Glad to be here. Grateful as always to be with you listeners. So grateful for you tuning in. I appreciate you so much. I'm excited for our guest today. As always, today we have with us uh, Travis Stetzel. Now, Travis is uh, he's a business owner, an entrepreneur. He's a husband. He's a dad. He's an athlete uh, and is really uh, just looking to impact the world by serving and empowering other dads and, and so much more. Can't wait for him to show uh, share his, his journey with us. Travis, welcome to Why Not Me. Appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I give us a little bit of background, if you would, because I mentioned, you know, business owner, entrepreneur, what's, what's that look like? What's the structure? What exactly is it you do? Sure. So to give you a little bit of background on my entrepreneurial journey. So started off as a fitness trainer in a, in a, like a big box globo type gym. And, uh, we were talking before we hit record and you asked me what brought me to Omaha originally. And that's, that's it. So I got a job doing what I love to do. I just couldn't believe it in the start. I was like, I'm getting paid to, you know, help people work out and change their lives. This is amazing. A couple years into that, I started to realize like the corporate life was not something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to be held down by bosses, right? So they were telling me when I needed to be there, who I needed to coach, who I needed to train, how I needed to do things. And I wanted to break away from that because I had a vision on what I wanted to create. And so I branched off and I started my gym, which was the Forged Athlete Gym. And so I wanted to primarily train athletes, young athletes, help develop them into, you know, high level athletes, help them get into college and maybe into the pros. And then it just grew from there. And um, since then, you know, I branched off and I've started this movement, the Forge Father, which is specifically focused in on driven dads who, you know, they've got family life, they've got professional life. And oftentimes when both of those are going, they let themselves kind of fall off to the wayside. And then they find that their health, their fitness is kind of lacking a little bit, which is starting to bleed into other areas of their life. And so I help them get their body back. I help them get their health back, their energy back. And in turn, they start showing up better as a husband, as a father, as a professional, right? And so 
Um, that's what I do primarily now, hundred percent. It's all remote online coaching. And, um, the transition for that really started back in 2016 when I myself kind of needed a, a program as a father because I was starting to, you know, navigate those, those chaotic waters, if you will, you know, trying to balance life as a husband and now as a father and business owner. And so I started to, uh, grow the movement and I had a decision to make back in late 2020 on whether or not I was going to continue to keep the gym and, you know, continue running that. My bandwidth was just getting spread pretty thin. And I just decided to go all in with this forge father thing. And it's been just growing massively over the years. So, um, that's, that's where we're at today. So that's awesome. Been, been a fun journey, man. Awesome. Cool. Super cool. So just want to go back a little bit to that first, the first jump out of corporate into, um, entrepreneurship, self-employment, business owner. Do you remember what it was like? Was there, was there fear? Um, obviously there's uncertainty, whether you admit it or not, there was uncertainty, but just, mm. um, to anybody out there that may be in that position and thinking, man, I'd love to do this on my own. Like, what was the head trash that you may have been experiencing and how did you navigate that? Now that I've really experienced a lot over the years being a business owner, the way I look at it back then, I just had to decide on my difficulty, right? So at the time, while I loved being a coach and a trainer at this big box corporate gym, I also kind of hated it because I was so just constrained. Like I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I couldn't impact people the way I wanted to impact them. And so there was that bit of time where I was like, well, I can stay here and be comfortable because they're feeding my, me clients. I'm getting health benefits. You know, it's, you got that safety net, right? Yeah. But you don't have that freedom. And I remember I was living at the gym. Basically I was training clients at 5. AM I'd be there as late as 8 PM sometimes. Luckily I didn't have a, a family yet. Um, but I couldn't see that happening forever. Right. And so that's when I really started to weigh and measure things. And, you know, I need to make this jump and you need to take the risk. And yeah, there was a lot of fear there. There was a lot of uncertainty, doubt. And, uh, it was just kind of like the little things in the beginning. It's like, Oh wait, I got to, do my taxes now. I got to file for an LLC. Like, I don't even know how to do any of this stuff. What, what's a business, what's a business plan, right? Like starting to go around and research, getting, getting spots to lease. Like, where are we going to put our gym? Like, what's that going to look like? Oh my gosh, what's the lease going to run? What if I can't get clients and it's the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. But yeah. instead of letting the what ifs, control your life because a lot of people do it's whatever whatever happens happens i'm going to be the man that i need to be to make it happen and so like i mentioned decide on your difficulty right it's going to be difficult either way like it was a difficult uphill battle but i'll tell you now you know 15 16 years later being you know my own boss it's definitely been worth it and the difficulty is <laughs> not going to stop. You know, it, it is what it is, but the, but the payoff and the reward is always going to be there. So you just got to decide on that because I could have easily just said, okay, I'll stay here and, uh, 
you know, I'll be, I'll be capped out, you know, by corporate, but Hey, at least I'm comfortable. Right. So, <laughs> right. But, keep, yeah. Just keep grinding away on somebody else's wheel. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So when you were mentioning the, what if, you know, it's easy to, to use what if to block what you're thinking about doing, but I think everybody needs to ask, well, seriously, what if I do stay here? What's that mm-hmm. look like in five years and 10 years? You know, what, what, what's the conversation I'm going to be having with the man in the mirror five years from now, if I stay right. here, what if, because it just gives a whole new perspective. So, so you start your own business, uh, brick and mortar gym. It sounds like it, out, of, out, of the, out of the gate. Um, I see and talk to business owners and entrepreneurs that oftentimes go into business because they want freedom as you did, right? I want mm-hmm. Freedom. And then within a fairly, you know, within a couple of years, suddenly they they are feeling trapped by their business because it demands a lot. Did you go through any of that? What, what was that? What was that journey like as as the business progressed? Oh man, uh, as I started to grow, because just like with anything, when you first start something, it's very exciting. It's new. You're hyped up. You got that motivation. You got that drive. And you're saying to yourself, like, I'll just, I'll do this forever. Like nothing's going to stop me from doing this. Well, as the business continued to grow, I needed to branch out and stop wearing all the hats. I've always been the type of guy that, you know, just tell me exactly what I need to do. I'll just, I'll outwork everybody. I will just grind and get it done. And it actually took me a couple of years to finally hire like a mentor within my business. Because I remember when I first opened my doors, I had a good group of clients that followed me. And I was like, I'm just going to open my doors and everybody's just going to flock to me. I don't need to learn this marketing stuff. I don't like to sell. Forget about that. Like I used to, you know, have a bad, you know, uh, feeling with, with selling. I thought it was evil, but it's, it's a necessary evil and it's not evil when, your intentions are pure and they're and they're they're integrity based, you know, for good, right? But yeah, it took a couple of years for me to finally branch out, hire a mentor, finally hire somebody to do my books. Um, I was uh, <laughs> I could have bought a brand new truck after my first year of having my own business with the amount of money that I owed to the IRS because sure. I I didn't know any better. I went to like an H and R block or something to do my taxes and. Yeah, I owed quite a bit. So luckily I, I had that stored away. But yeah, there were some some definite growing pains. And, you know, it wasn't until I finally, you know, hired those things out that things really started to grow because I was the bottleneck for a very long time. And I think mm. that happens with a lot of business owners because yeah, again, in the beginning, you got all that energy, you got all that excitement. Sure, you'll wear you'll wear all the hats and you'll gladly do it. But after a while, it does start to wear on you and it, and it spread, spreads you pretty thin. And so, you know, hiring out and delegating, you know, it's a very powerful skill set to develop, but also it's, it's something that you definitely have to have if you want to grow your business. Yeah. You mentioned, so we could take it to, to a dozen different parts of the business, right? Because as, as business owners, we all bring our gift, right? Our, mm-hmm. our, Zone of genius, call it. And, mm-hmm. you know, thinking of the book, Who Not How. Uh, I don't know if you've read that one by uh, Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy, but 
it's all about finding who to do it rather than learning how to do it. And you mentioned the bookkeeping and that one alone, it's such an easy, man, it's one of the easiest things to offload. There are a lot of great professional bookkeepers out there that mm -hmm. for, for a relatively low amount of money, you can just remove those worries and they can connect you with the right tax professional to your point. You would have saved yeah. enough to pay for all their services. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 Uh, but I think we also have this, you know, at some point it's just this sense of how do I let go of this? Right. Because mm -hmm. it is, it's your baby. Like in every piece of it, you're, I think, I think as business owners, we can get too attached to, um, I don't know if it's a need to control or what it is, but right. You know. So you hired a mentor. Um, what's so, so what's that look like? How did you pick the mentor? So, because I, I'm there, there's probably folks on here, folks that are going to hear this that maybe are right there right now and thinking, I can't wear all 17 hats tomorrow. I got to figure out how to, how to, do, how to do something different. How'd you pick a mentor? What's that, what'd that look like? For me, it was just, you know, I was researching online and came across a couple of videos on YouTube and just started to, you know, follow the content. Just, it was open, transparent, just straight to the point stuff. And that really drew me in. And I ended up attending like an event out in California, which that was a stretch to begin with, you know, paying for a flight, paying for a hotel paying for the event itself. And I remember at the event getting pitched like the mastermind, the mentorship at the very end. But I mean, it was clear as day, you know, they're having a lot of their successful students, you know, come up on stage and share their testimonials. And I was like, I'm in the same place they were before they started. I want to be where they're at now. And uh, I'll never forget this. You know, they, they were passing out these pink sheets for, for the mentorship. And so I grabbed one, I filled it out, put my credit card information down. And I was just like sweating bullets already. I was like, I don't have this money. I would just put it on a credit card and I'll figure out how to pay it. Right. And yeah. that's where that fear and that doubt and that uncertainty started to pop up. And I said, I just need to make a decision. Like if I do this, I know I'll be the man that I need to be to follow through and just make it successful. And so I turned the sheet of paper in and they had like this table set up in the back of the room, you know, and they kind of had a little scarcity play to it as well. They're like, okay, we got 20 total spots. There's been 15 people, you know? So I was like, all right, I got to turn this in. I remember going back to sit down at my seat and just like thinking to myself, Oh, what am, what am I doing? What am I doing? And so I got back up walked back to the table and I came up with like this story. I was like, I'll just tell him I put the wrong credit card in, get my sheet back and I'll just tear it up and throw it away. I won't sign up for it knowing that I didn't have another <laughs> credit card. Right. But I didn't want to look like an idiot either. And so they gave me the sheet of paper back and I went back to my seat, sat down and I just, I stood there. I sat there with that pink piece of paper and I just kind of had a moment with myself. I said, whatever. Not what if, whatever. I went and turned that sheet of paper back in and I'm, I'm happy that I did because number one, that elevated the accountability to follow through. Like it created pressure for me to act, but also it exposed me to a higher level of living. And so mm. the first mastermind meeting that I attended, I mean, the knowledge that I gained, the clarity that I got from that, 
I ended up making my investment back within three months. And wow. the rest is history. I, like I was exposed to that, you know, masterminds, like who would have thought a mastermind was that powerful. And that's really kind of what we do inside of the forge father with our, with our dads is like health and fitness is just a small part of it. We get that in check. Now we start to develop and improve the marriage. Now we start to develop and improve the skill sets as a father. Now we start to develop and improve the skill sets as an entrepreneur, as a businessman. And none of that would have been possible had I not sought, sought out a, a mentor for myself. Like I couldn't sit here today and be like, hey, you should sign up for coaching if I never did it. Right. So it's like, right. you got to take that jump and, you know, kind of going back to your original question, you know, how did that help? It just gave me clarity on what's possible and gave me direction mm -hmm. on what I needed to do to improve my business as a whole. And it was just life changing. Awesome. Yeah, so there's a couple things in there. So for, for my, my journeys, not, there's some similarities, right? It was 2017 or so when I finally, um, reached out to a coach. I'd been following him online for a couple of years, right? And I, sh I should have reached out to him immediately, but, mm -hmm. uh, but I got stuck in the circle of, of doubt. But anyhow, uh, once I did that, then every, you know, yeah, everything started changing and ultimately yeah. led me to, led me to where I'm at right now. Um, This, this notion of the mastermind and, and we hear this all the time, but it, it just bears, it's worth repeating. Look around at the four or five people you spend time with, right? Who's in your room? Who's this circle that you're learning from? Um, because odds are that's where you're it just, it's going to be a reflection of where you're at. And so you, you know, got exposed to this kind of a level, different level of thinking mm -hmm. and even of what's possible. And I just like, like, I think. There's so much possible, but for whatever reason, call it our pre-programming, our childhood, whatever, we, we tend to just fall into this. We'll call it a rut where mm -hmm. we just don't even see or recognize what could be possible. Yep. Um, how do you, uh, so now that you're pouring into dads and, and like, how do you help pull those blinders back? Pull the blinders back. Is that what you asked? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, right. so how do you, how do you help them go from, being stuck for, for lack of a better word to starting to recognize what could be possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, our T our key tenants within the program, the forged tenants, right? So the first one is faith. You must have faith in yourself, faith in the unknown faith in the yet to be done. Right. And faith that God gave us a purpose to serve on that earth. And that is to serve at our best, right? So be our best man. In turn, we can be our best husband, be our best dad, be the best professional possible to impact and, you know, inspire the world. Right. So it starts with that faith, but the only way that you build faith is by taking action, consistent action daily. And so oftentimes a lot of guys are just blinded by their own bullshit. Right. And so <laughs> that's where we need to start is we need to own up to the ugly truth. And so there's a series of exercises that I go through with my my dads when they come on board to really uncover this stuff that is for for the most part hidden. It's like your subconscious mind which is attached to your identity. And your identity has been formed over the the years of you experiencing certain things. So a lot of times it's 
experiencing success, but it's also experiencing mistakes, hardship, and how you acted in those certain moments. And so your subconscious basically just files that stuff away. It doesn't doesn't care whether or not it's positive or negative. It's going to file all these different experiences away, right? And so in turn, it kind of dictates your actions in the now. And so for a lot of the dads that I come in contact with, they've tried fitness programs. They've tried diets. They've tried to you know lose the weight, do all this stuff in the past, but it never worked. And so they start to believe a story that they're too old, they're too busy, I'm fine where I'm at. But deep down inside, they know they're not fine. Like they're lying to themselves. And so that's where we start as we start with the ugly truth. Is this really what you want? When you look in the mirror, is this the man that you want to give to the world? And 99.9% of the time, it is a no. So that's where we start. Let's unpack that. Why is that a no? Let's, let's figure out why that's a no and how we can turn that into a yes. How can you look at yourself in the mirror and without a shadow of a doubt, without any hesitation, you could say, yes, that is who I want to be. That's who I want showing up for my family. I'm proud of that man and I'm, I'm giving my best to the world. And so it's starting off with the truth and just unloading all of these, these negative, you know, just it's, it's just weighing us down. These negative thoughts, stories, excuses, justifications. Once we can get rid of that, you know, a man, man is truly unstoppable at that point. Once he gets all that weight off of his shoulder, it's like a virus, really. Like we have to kill the virus first. Then you can become your best. So that's where we start. Yeah. yeah so um, take, you got to take control of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. It, you, you just described that, that notion. And I read this right recently. I don't know. We have what? 20,000 thoughts a day, 80,000, like, like this huge amount of thoughts run through our mind and something like 80% of them, 80, 20 rule, 80% of them tend to be negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what, so that's, that's what we're telling ourselves. That's what we're turning to believe. So the gift you give is to, is to help them be honest with where they're at. And then start to change the narrative that's going on in their head, if I'm understanding you correctly. Yep. Be honest with where you're at. Acknowledge it. You don't have to, well, acknowledge it. It's not really about accepting it because we're not going to settle with where you're at. Like this is about ascension. This is about growth. This is about change and transformation. But really, once you get that all unpacked and then... Our second step is what we call the MVP. And so it's really having your mission, vision, purpose laid out for yourself. Like this is going to give you the clarity on what it is that you want, why you want it. And then the mission becomes very, very clear. It's like, it's the daily work, the daily work that you need to get done on yourself to help elevate your state, elevate your mindset. But if we break that down a little bit more, it's really because you talk about your thoughts, right? Like thoughts are constantly like being, it's like tug of war all the time. Boom, 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 boom. So it's being aware of your thoughts, being aware of your current state, being aware of your feelings, right? But then mm-hmm. once you have that awareness, you can take control of your attitude. Okay. You can choose to be negative. You can choose to react or you can choose to respond. 
Responding mm-hmm. is about action, right? Because if you want results, nothing happens without action. So it's really awareness, attitude, action, rinse and repeat daily, right? So yeah, kind of the, the, the daily process, you know, breaking it down on, on a moment to moment basis, right? I like to say, you know, once you really get in tune with yourself, you're connected with yourself, you choose strength or weakness, right? Easy one to use. All entrepreneurs can, uh, you know, feel this one. It's like when that alarm goes off first thing in the morning, you're going to push snooze. Are you going to get up? You're going to fight that temptation to stay in bed for another five minutes. Like what, what is that going to give you anyways? You're just delaying the inevitable. You're delaying action. You're actually fueling that negative side of you. You're fueling that, that urge for comfort. You're fueling that urge to be average. And so it's like, choose strength in that moment. Wake up. Attack the day. Get that first win of the day. Because when you push snooze, it's like subconsciously, like you, you just lost. You just put a loss in the loss column for the day to start the day. So now, now you got negative momentum. So that's just like a little, little bit of what we do every single day. It's like, get that first victory of the day, wake up when you're supposed to wake up. And then there's a whole process we go in through, go into after that to just elevate your state, elevate your energy. Now you can attack the day, you know, with a full cup. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so If you were to, if you were to like break that down into like three, three sentences to give our, our, the men listening, just do this, this, and this to get you started. What would, what would those three statements be? Get started with what? Taking control. Taking like what control? You, like, like what, what you just described. So we've been talking about it for five minutes mm-hmm. or so. Like if, if, if I'm listening, like, okay, I kind of get it, but what do I, what do I really, what do I really do here? Mm-hmm. I think I heard you. What do I do? Right. So that's the process that we go through. So the first thing is own up to the truth, right? Yep. Own up to the ugly truth. Second step is to get clear and connected with your MVP, which is your mission, vision, purpose. And then number three is to simply take action, take massive action simple enough mm-hmm. cool so travis as we're as we're winding down uh for a couple things first for anybody that wants to become the dad the man that they have been called to be whoever wants to whoever's ready to face the ugly truth uh how do they get in touch with you what's the best Best way I would suggest is through Instagram. I'm posting content on there every single day, valuable stuff that you can get a lot from right, right from there. But uh, reaching out through Instagram would be a great place to start. So just hit me up through DM. And then I, I also got some uh, resources linked up on my Instagram as well. So if people want to do some deeper research or even access a master class that I've put together that dives into a lot of what I've been talking about, they can access that for free as well. Cool. And so if we were to go to Instagram and just, uh, just search Travis Stetzel, uh, you're going to, you're going to populate for us. 
Uh, you might pop up, but I would. Uh, my Instagram handle is the Forged Father. The Forged Father on Instagram. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, before I let you go, if you would give the listeners one important or impactful question that we should be asking ourselves. It's the last question that you should ask yourself every single day, and that is, did I do my best today? If you can answer yes to that every single day, you should be able to sleep easy. Did I do my best? Unless you got, unless you got newborn kids. <laughs> yeah, then, right. Yeah, all bets are off on the sleeping when that happens. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Travis, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for, for being on and sharing your wisdom. You bet, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, brother. Yes, of course. Uh, listeners, thank you for being here. Uh, today, we are being uh, supported, sponsored by Arter Boutique. You can support us by supporting them at artershop.com. That's A-R-D-O-R-S-H-O-P.com. And I'm going to leave you with this. Whatever grand vision you've been given, whatever dream God has put on your heart, you can. Until next time, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful, and live life strong. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.